Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. So today I'm recording this in my car at a service station. I've been to that there, West London today. I've been to Chiswick and um, I thought, do you know what? I'll pull over, take a quick break and uh, record this before I get home to zero privacy. I think one of the things that I've come to learn about recording this is even if, um, you know, I'm squirreled away in the spare room, um, when there are other people in the house, there's just that little element of, oh, I just know I'm going to get disturbed any minute by dogs or delivery people or kids whatever so um yeah yeah thought I'd record this here I am in an invisible car I realized I'm driving an invisible car even though the color is Larry so it is according to Volkswagen uh metallic turmeric I like to call it gold and when I bought this car it just made me smile so much I wanted something a bit Larry um but as it turns out, when I was driving in to London today on the M4 and the glory of driving on the M4 when it's fucking speed restricted. And of course, always observe the speed limits. I do always observe the speed limit. But when it's like 50 and then 40 and you're like, seriously? Um, so anyway, I was driving along within the limit below you know, below what it was. And this car very, very nearly hit me. I actually had that, you know, when you get that rush of adrenaline that makes your toes kind of, it shoots through you and you're on high alert and everything is sort of tingling. You feel you're like your blood just goes zing. I was extremely frightened um, because they were so close and they just pulled right in front of me, cut like cut across me. Um, I was lucky, I think. Um, so I thought, well, it's probably my fault. My, my car is invisible. Uh, so that was the thing. So, um, I was very glad to make it to my meeting in one piece and, um, (laughs) didn't make me jump though. You know, you have to be alert at all times. And uh, I suppose if the worst that could happen when I'm working from home is that someone might come into the room while I'm recording the podcast, you know, maybe there is that argument for not going out and about. Um, so there was that. And the uh, conversation I had, the meeting I had, um, I'm very conscious of, of sort of when I'm working on a project, I don't want to sort of talk too much about it or the people that I work with because I do a lot of work to help people. Um, share their own voice and um, the topic of conversation was about um, food, sustainable food, living more sustainably and um, we got onto the topic of how my grandparents grew their own food, kept chickens for a bit Um, and you think after the Second World War, uh, during the war actually, people were encouraged to grow their own and it was people just did that you know they grew their own food they kept their own animals they had small holdings they had allotments um they made their own clothes and in the space of really a generation 
maybe two, we kind of lost that. Um, and is it because we all became capitalist pigs? <laughs> I think um, there's definitely a lot that uh, Thatcher, uh, Thatcher and, and uh, Reagan years have to answer for. Um, but then at the same time, um, yeah, there is that element of the way that I don't know the way the world has gone like the kind of job that I do today I would never have been able to do if I hadn't grown up as I did I don't know I don't know tricky one but I am intrigued by that sense of the things that we have lost and how quickly we lost them and what has happened in the space of a couple of generations and um when I perform for WI groups, this is something that is interesting because the ladies that are more my grandmother's generation, if I think about my maternal grandmother, she didn't have to work. She did work as a, she was a dinner lady for decades, but they managed to have and raise five children on my granddad's income as a builder. Um, and so my nan stayed at home and had a job as a dinner lady and I know very few families who can live comfortably on one salary and so I mean god I wouldn't choose to stay at home I knew that when I chose to have children it was like I am going to continue to work because um I love what I do and I love the sense of having um sense of financial stability really important to me but I do yeah sort of wonder has overall quality of life for people in the UK because UK is my only reference point really has that gone down in the past sort of 40 odd years um I know lots of ladies who I've spoken to who have said oh no no I wouldn't have wanted to be a career woman and then I know lots of ladies I've spoken to who said I wish that I had had um the kind of job where I could earn a decent income so I don't know it's it's a tricky one I think and I am maybe interested in educating myself a little bit more about some of the bigger political decisions and certainly how that impacted the people that I grew up around and I know from my own experience um I've gone on to kind of, um, I don't know, but the trend, break a cycle, the lifestyle I have now is is not according to outcomes for people that grew up as I did. This is not what I should have had. Um, and a lot of the um, policies that were brought in under the Thatcher government ripped the heart out of working class communities Um so I think that's going to be my, um, I don't know, my little pet project. I'm going to educate myself a bit more um, to understand it a bit better. And I'm still not going to grow my own, though. <laughs> we've, done, we've done that. We've done that. We, we, we have grown our own. I say we. My husband um, has some veg patches. But um, you need time need time to be able to do some of that stuff or you need to really love 
um, having 109 kilos of courgettes and everything else has withered and died. So um, we all do our bit in our own way, don't we? Um, what do I hope for you in this long and rambling podcast? I hope that um, nobody thinks your car is invisible because that gave me a bloody shock today. I hope if you are growing your own produce that you have a bounty of things that you would like to eat and no pests wrecking your crops. And um, I hope that you will join me again, maybe if not tomorrow, in a couple of days' time. I'll be here every day, um, probably not at a service station tomorrow because I don't have anywhere to go. Um, but uh, I love getting feedback from you all. Thank you for the people who sent messages to say congratulations on six months of solid daily podcasting. I love you. And uh, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. See you. Bye bye.